Hello, I'm Christine Peterson, and you are listening to the Charger Recording Studio Podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about a poem by famous poet Robert Frost, and he wrote this poem called Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. And I will recite that poem for you now. Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. Whose woods these are, I think I know. His house is in the village, though. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. My little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near, between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. He gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. The only other sounds the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. The woods are lovely, dark, and deep, but I have promises to keep, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. This is a very famous American poem, and I would just like to talk a little bit about some of the words that used in the poem and some of the poetic devices that Frost uses. So, as we start out in the first stanza, and that is the group of poems, um, the, the four lines is a stanza. So, whose woods these are, I think I know. So there's some uncertainty that is built up there. He's not entirely sure, the speaker of the poem whether or not he knows the owner of the woods. His house is in the village, though. So there in the woods, the owner's property where he would live would be in a nearby village or town. So the speaker seems to feel some tension there about um, who the owner is and where he is. He will not see me stopping here to watch his woods fill up with snow. Notice that Frost speaker does not say, he will not mind me stopping here, but he will not see me. So it's almost as if he's a little unsure whether the owner would like him to be there or not. For the second stanza, the next four lines, my little horse must think it queer. So now he is um, anthropomorphizing the horse, giving it human characteristics as if the horse is thinking about the actions of the speaker, which unlikely in the real world that the horse would be thinking about what the um, what the rider is doing. Um, I do want to just point out for those of you who are learning English that using the word queer can sometimes be problematic in spoken English and of course in written English as well today. So for some people that is a word that is not comfortable for them to be used. Um, I did find a nice discussion of this um, on the Safe Zone Project, and they indicate that queer, when it's used as an adjective, is sometimes an umbrella term to describe individuals who don't identify as straight, and so we're talking um, sexual orientation. So it's also used to describe people who have a non-normative gender identity or as a political affiliation. So it has historically been used as a derogatory term 
and so not all members of the LGBTQ plus community um, use that term or embrace that term, but some members do. So if you're unsure whether to use that term, I would recommend not using it. But um, in Frost poem, it means must think it's strange right? or, or unusual. So my little horse must think it queer to stop without a farmhouse near between the woods and frozen lake, the darkest evening of the year. So we know the longest evening of the year at the winter solstice is December 22nd. So we have a, an idea of when this is taking place around Christmas time um, in late December. So the third stanza, he gives his harness bells a shake to ask if there is some mistake. Again, um, personification here, anthropomorphizing the horse as if he is asking, is something wrong here? The harness bells um, are used in rural New England at that time, would be used not just for their nice jingly sound, but you would put those on your horse because if blizzard conditions happened and there was a whiteout, you would need to hear the sound of another sleigh so that you would not crash into that horse and rider. Um, so that is also a feeling of sort of danger not just the prettiness of the bells, but also the, the idea that it can be dangerous to be out there riding, especially um, on a dark winter evening. So then the other sounds, the sweep of easy wind and downy flake. This is just such a beautiful line of poetry. Um, the only other, the, the alliteration and the matching of the vowel sounds, but it sounds the sweep. And an easy wind and downy flake, you can almost feel those big fat snowflakes um, falling and being gently swept along. So it's just a beautiful poetic moment, the way Frost weaves those words. And the last stanza is probably the most famous. I would challenge you to find too many people um, who have been through the American education system who don't know these lines. So the woods are lovely, dark, and deep, but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep. So with the lovely, dark, deep woods, it has just that aura of beauty, but also sort of mystery and danger. Um, and if you think of this poem in psychological terms, it's, I think, sort of exploring the unknown, um, maybe not just nature, but even like in, intrapersonal, like exploring your own um nature that wants to be away from other people and then but I have promises to keep so the speaker is aware that he has obligations elsewhere um, to other people to a community perhaps so he is not free to be doing what he's doing and the whole poem sort of has a a sense that perhaps he isn't doing what is right or expected not that it's wrong but that it is necessarily not right and when he repeats those two lines, and miles to go before I sleep, and miles to go before I sleep, it's a sense of almost weariness, and that reiteration, the complete um, just saying again of the last line is, I think, just a beautiful end to the poem, and very famous. So I hope that you have enjoyed this short exploration of Robert Frost's poem, Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening. And I will 
put a link to um, this poem and the um, words I referenced from the safe zone so that you can check those out in the show notes. Um, so again, thank you for listening. And I appreciate your coming to listen to our podcast at the Torture Recording Studio.